This is this is probably the most bizarre game that we have played for the podcast so far. And we played Yeah, this Carnival. tops this tops everything. Like this tops the podcast where we actually didn't talk about anything. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, me no, too. but like we played some weird stuff specifically specifically for it being weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, like we played Karnov just to have a, like just to have a big WTF about it. Sure. Yeah. And like we played uh, like illusion of Gaia wasn't specifically meant to be WTF, but like, Oh, when, when you said you were playing that, I was very excited just because I remembered some things, but it was even wilder than I had, than I had remembered. That game is that game is I think it's <laughs> I, I think it's an issue of like the adult perspective on it, right? The things yeah. the things in that game that you can sort of contextualize and realize how messed up they are that you just kind <laughs> yeah. of gloss over as a kid. Yeah, you're like, whatever. <laughs> it's, like, it's no big deal. It's just as a it's kid, just, it's like, oh it's just that... slave trafficking, whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going right towards. As a kid, you're like, oh, that guy's looking for the other guy because he said he escaped from him and it's like he, <laughs> yeah. he's like his prisoner. Yeah, he totally escaped. So he's, you know, this no, man, this no man wants us. This man wants us to find the uh, the escaped prisoner. Well, I, I think like, you probably picked up on on the idea of slave trafficking as a kid, but you may not have thought about that. You're also like eight. <laughs> like, well, yeah. In the game, like you, the perspective of the age of everything is even more insane. Or, or getting the red jewel as a kid, I just got the red jewel and didn't really care about the ramifications of it. But then, as you're older, you're like, wait a minute, I'm getting a collectible in this game but i have to submit a child to a, a horrible life of <laughs> so james pond is not more messed up than that but it's definitely more weird uh no it doesn't it doesn't hit quite the same social notes as no <laughs> as slavery no <laughs> but it but it's it's still weird it's very so let, like all right we're in let's yeah, let's like, just hop right in today. I, I, I wanted to go right at it because, like, I've been thinking about it nonstop since I since I finished playing it. Yeah, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, I okay. So I, let's I, I, let's okay. Let, let's, let's start from the let's start from the beginning here. Hey, okay. everybody, welcome to the oh, retro right. breakdown. <laughs> I yeah. think this is episode 22, but I'm not gonna lie, I've lost count. I actually have no idea. Um. I I, number I I number them in <laughs> Anchor when I upload them. Oh, okay. So okay. like that's so you the kinda, reason you that I actually it. I'm not just like counting them up every day. I actually have like a. It's not your morning routine to see how many have we done now. I mean, I do check it for like I do check it for like how many listens. Well, that's that's fun. Fairly though. regularly, we're approaching 500 total. That's exciting. It's cool. Um. But yeah, the so. I'm 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 Dean. You'll find me online at twitch.tv slash timewander. Maybe soon youtube.com slash timewander. I only need like forty more subscribers there to be able to forty? That's not bad. Yeah, we're moving up to, on like, up. We're up I, I've picked up like ten or eleven new subscribers in the last month. Thank you, Thirteen Sentinels. I was about to say it's Thirteen Sentinels' fault. It definitely is. It's the only thing on my channel anyone's watching, but it's like it's actually pulling like fifty to hundred views per episode. <laughs> I know my one buddy is watching your Mario 64 playthrough because he really oh, wants to one. play. 
Oh yeah, is there like is there like one? <laughs> it's uh, it's literally like three <laughs> views per episode. Yeah, it's him, and it, and it wouldn't it would be funny because he's probably he could be like the three views in total if you have to like stop the episode and restart or whatever. It counts as an additional view because I don't think they care about yeah um where the view is coming from right so yeah he's 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 definitely been watching it because he was really I appreciate that. he misses it yeah uh, i appreciate being it. able to play it that's funny um also i i like how we almost got <laughs> sidetracked in just the second or two of <laughs> of the opening there where we it's were fine. Almost... like our cold opens are never on topic no 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 like um oh yeah that's... also i'm tom yeah i was i was <laughs> i was gonna prompt you into that <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Twitter if you want to, Tom Day VG. But you know, that's that's totally fine. I'm I'm happy just talking to you here about James Pond, the excellent cl- classic. Stop, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> so before we actually talk about James Pond too much, I do want to say that there is about 17 versions of James Pond too. There sure um, are. And in fact, the original version, the like the the original release was on the Amiga, I believe, and. Then it was, uh, there's an Amiga 1200. There's the SNES version, which is the one that I played. And it's actually mm-hmm. just called James Super James Pond because the true James Pond fans would have played on the Amiga or the Genesis as the, as the first one was not released on the Super Nintendo, probably for good reason. Yeah. Um, so the the Super Nintendo one, actually, I'll talk about that in a minute. Then there's the Mega Drive one or the, That's you know, the, the one Genesis. Yep. Yeah. And then there's there was an Atari one. Then, so the guy that made so this So Atari is, what, though? Uh, I, I believe it's the Atari ST. I, I have actually Wait, not heard of this. I, I know it's so it's a personal computer. Oh, um, it's that, the ex- that successor, the initial model, yada yada yada. So it seems like it was. I'm, I'm going to guess it was a, a relative failure since I, I've never heard of it until looking at this game. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was great, and I'm just not quite old enough to have really gotten into it because it came out in '85. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say that the mid '80s is definitely the like personal computer. That's that's like the the gaming focused PC. Yeah, like there's the Commodore PC. 64 and all that cool stuff. Yeah, I mean uh, the Amiga. Well, the Amiga too, I think. Yeah, the Amiga. Yeah. Um, and so then, so the guy that created James Pond, his name is Chris Sorrell, and it was one guy I believe that did the first game all by himself. He did everything. Okay. And I think he did most of the second game by himself, which shouldn't come as too much of a surprise after playing it. But what's interesting mm. is that he got picked up by um, Sony at some point. I don't know if he worked somewhere okay. else first, but he worked for Sony, and he's the guy that's behind Medieval, which is what I was saying on right, the, yeah. on your stream. You I, no, I've never played stream, yeah. Medieval, and I, I sure as hell won't now. Um, you know, like, I made that joke too, but like... And Medieval has a fan base. There are people who actually like that game. Okay, every game has a fan base. I don't think that's a I valuable mean, enough argument. enough of one where it got an HD remaster. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, no. I, I'm pretty sure Medieval had people in there that said, hey, you can't do that. And he's and then, you know, went from there. But what, what's really interesting is that we've we've mentioned only a few of the platforms that it's on. The game is also on the uh, the, the, the Amiga CD32, which is like, awesome. like the home version of it. The Commodore 64, the Acorn... Archimedes, don't have any idea what that is. And Never heard of that. Game Gear, Game Boy, GBA, PlayStation, we said Master System, SNES, uh, mm-hmm. Nintendo DS, PlayStation 2, and, for God's sakes, Nintendo Switch, apparently. What? I, that's what it says on the Wikipedia. Apparently, you can buy James Bond, too. 
on Nintendo Switch. Are you going to the Nintendo the I store? I sure the hell am. Because, <laughs> holy hell. My is, is it there? Is it there? I don't remember how to buy things on the Nintendo store. It's such a... Games? Oh, no. Here is a link. Oh, my Eight dollars? Eight dollars. So, so he's made his entire living off of James Bond, I believe. Um, the graphics look... They, like, tried to make them look nice, but it looks like they, what they do to cell phone games. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, like, um... Oh, there's a video. Hold on. I, I hope this doesn't blast into it's the like microphone. The, it's like the aliasing. Yeah. Oh, God. Sorry, I'm muting like it. They just, they just smoothed the hell out of it. I'm going to guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm going to guess that they couldn't use the RoboCop theme for the... Um... I bet you they still did. Oh, it actually looks like they changed some things a little bit. I, I wonder if it controls better on the Switch, because I would imagine the Switch is the ultimate version of James I'm... Bond 2. Okay, I'm literally watching the trailer, and they literally have led the trailer for this with the same RoboCop theme. Wow. It's redone, like, in, like, a different, you know, MIDI soundboard. But, like, yeah, yeah no, it's the same thing. So I'm going, this is, so this release is not, I think it's a mixture of the releases because, so what was really different in the Amiga release compared to the ones that we played is that the backgrounds were ultra colorful and they like had movement and stuff, whereas oh. ours were static, terrifying images of like basketballs with weird faces on them. Yeah, everything had faces and it was, it was weird and bad. Why is this game on Switch? It came Dude, out last year. It just year. was released. <laughs> not even April 1st, April 29th. 2019 it's been out for a year and a half plus so the real question is they don't call it two so I, I is the second one i think the second one might be considered the best james pond um yikes because when when you you rated author blues you rated author blues and someone in his chat was like oh yeah that's the one that that's the considered the the like the one people like or something like that which which already startled me after having watched you played through it well um, apparently the third one is considered jank <laughs> yeah, which holy which, hell yeah i i urge everybody to play james pond robocod and i i would suggest not paying eight dollars for it no, no I, sure? I think i think everybody should play it just for like a minute or two um now i don't want you to play through it for very long i i, I think it's an an excellent example of total batshit insanity that tries to tie it together and in, in like you you think it's going to be like christmas themed and stuff but then absolutely nothing makes sense it like, i mean it is christmas themed sure the overworld and some things that you collect in the beginning like you start off collecting teddy i would bears call and it toys. a hub world or yeah hub world yeah 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 uh but but then the things you start collecting are like teeth and and wine glasses and onks i yep. think you collect pills at one point you do <laughs> <laughs> so I, mm -hmm. I don't know um you got a but chalice and a hammer i i would highly suggest alarm you do clocks not play the super nintendo version okay uh, so like like let's let's get into this because um we, yeah, we I, referenced I, it earlier but this is the first time that you and i have played the same game but diverged on the the platform. version yeah of the game and you know, it, like these days, if you play a uh, if you play a game on PS3 or or PS3, boy, showing my age, the the brand new PS3. 
Yeah. If you if you play a game on PlayStation versus Xbox, like your differences are going to be like the buttons the that show up layout. on the screen. Yeah. And like maybe maybe if there's a weird optimization issue, there might be some like performance or, or frame rate issues. Um, um, unless companies on or another. <laughs> unless you're insane and you uh, make an entire character exclusive to one console. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like, a like game that yeah. we won't talk about. Barring any developer fuckery. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> generally speaking, you're you're going to get the same game. And it's just going to run. It's just going to be a matter of, like, which box you put it in. So, But back in, in the instance, day. Th- well, this is really interesting, actually. So the, the, they, there are some really jank things about both the Genesis and the Super Nintendo one. But I think the Super Nintendo one stands out. Yeah, like back in the day, like in the 90s, like you remember like the the debate rages on about Genesis Aladdin versus Super Nintendo Aladdin. Oh, sure. Yeah. People still talked about it when they re-released it like two years ago. Because those are different games. Yeah. Like entirely named the same, but different platform, different developers, different games. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that I think the Genesis one is Capcom. Yeah, that sounds right to me. And I don't the, honestly remember. And the SNES one is uh, Virgin Interactive. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds right. I know the SNES one is Virgin Interactive. I'm not a hundred percent sure about the Genesis one being Capcom, but yeah, I have I it on know. the shelf behind me. So let me look. Oh yeah, please do. I'm actually curious. I was going to look it up, but it's more fun to to hold the cartridge in your hand. <laughs> but uh, no, the second one is also Virgin. Because I was going to say, I, I wasn't sure or if it was different the developers. maybe one is Capcom. Well, I don't know. remember if it's different developers or if it's just they, they created different... Because I... There is one of these Disney games on, like, where the game was developed d- by different companies yeah. for SNES and Genesis. It might be Lion King. I, I don't remember now. I'm curious. I think it's... It says Aladdin was Capcom on Super Nintendo. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. That explains why it's the superior version. <laughs> yeah. Back when that meant something. No, Capcom still. Yo, awesome. hold on a second. <laughs> I didn't realize this. What's that? I just I just pulled it up in Google. And it's like Disney's Aladdin is a 1993 platformer video game developed and published by Capcom for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Lead designer Shinji Mikami. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> two two things stand out to me from that. One, the year that Aladdin came out, because that's also the year that James Pond was ported to the Super Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, and the, two that that landmark year. And two, Shinji Mikami. Like how Shinji Mikami, who worked on oh, right, Disney's course, Aladdin, yes. but then went on to do, oh, I don't know, Resident Evil, Devil Dino May Cry. God like, damn it. <laughs> I think he actually worked on a couple of Disney uh, products. If he I probably fire. did. I mean, I, I, now that you're bringing it up, I'm, I got to look. Hold on. I mean, Capcom and um, Goof Troop. Yep. Aladdin, Goof Troop. I remember, yeah. Oh, oh, and then he may also did Who Framed Who Framed Roger Rabbit for Game Boy. What the hell <laughs> is that? Is that Disney? I think Dis- does Disney own the rights to it or I don't something? Know. Who well, you don't see anything that? about Roger Rabbit anymore, so I imagine it's with a company that doesn't uh, 
that doesn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> but yeah, back in the '90s, Capcom and uh, Capcom and Disney were tight. Yeah, it's on Disney owns. Plus. Is so... it okay? So well, they must own it then. Oh, it was Touchstone. Ah, okay. Was that the adult? That was the adult Disney, right? Yes. I'm pretty sure. I yep. think that was the one that Disney was like, well, we can't, we, we, we want to be able to make things, but we can't put the Disney logo on it because right, it might right, have right. naughty things in it, like yep. large-breasted animated women. You're entirely correct. Um, But the... It's Disney, but don't soil our our, our reputation. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do that ourselves, damn it. <laughs> Oh, man, let's not even get into it. <laughs> Speaking of game design, then this is a really totally nothing to do with anything. But I, I remember that's fine. That's um, what this podcast is about. <laughs> I, remember, I remember reading that the, the Disney made the Lion King. They, they purposely told the, the developers to make the game harder than it should be because they didn't want people to be able to beat it in during a rental period. Yeah, like that's, that's just saying the quiet part out loud. Yeah, exactly. Like literally literally everyone designed games like that also um it's interesting like that coming from japan also um <laughs> japan has never made game rental legal i know right yeah it's it's actually a really cool piece of uh history if you if you look at the nes because the the disc coon the like the yellow looks like a puzzle piece almost but it's like yeah. a disc for the nes so the reason that existed is because in japan there were there were like machines and devices that you could go and you would just burn a copy of the game that you want for a much lower price right so it, it was like getting a rewritable game that you would say okay i'm done with zelda delete zelda and you put mario 3 on it instead right it's it's so cool and you could and it had print out uh it had print out instruction manuals because instruction manuals are really important then obviously yeah and you weren't you weren't getting a a, bot, a packaged game so you didn't have the instruction manual the way it you know originally would be so you get like a a printed document with the the instruction manual on that instead if you buy the if you like buy the rewrite of the disc or whatever it is right so they they never permitted um they never permitted game rental and so like they just had the concept of game rental play out through totally different more like roundabout weird ways yeah but like it i i think it just goes to sort of show the whole um the whole like resistance and like negative connotation that they've given to game rental where mm -hmm. they're like yeah just uh just make it make it punishing because if they rent it and they beat it in the one rental period, then we will never money. get their money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it was illegal, like you said. So it's not even just that it's frowned upon. It's like, no. Yeah. It's, it's way more than just, oh, this is not a, a good business practice. Right, right. Right. So, so bringing us back to, uh, cause the whole impetus of this was version differences. Yes. Oh, yeah. So that's right. So that's right. We were talking. We were talking about like I think the Disney like like the Disney games on like SNES and Genesis are some of the most famous versions of like of like console version differences. I think so. Yeah. But we went in on James Pond two, knowing that there's like a zillion different versions, and we're like, all right, I'll play one. I played the Genesis version or the Mega Drive mm -hmm. version. You played the um the Super Nintendo version. Yeah. And. and I'm so I happy you watched me play. I did. I watched you play the gen, and I'm I'm just so happy. I you did didn't not play. watch you. I've had no real means to watch you play 
the Super Nintendo version. No, no. So you are going to have to be the one here to guide us through, like, what what changed? What's, no, the, so what's the, the, the biggest things, there's, there's a couple things that are really weird. One is that the score at the top of the screen, like the score that we don't yeah. know what it does. We think it gives you lives, but we're not positive. I'm pretty sure you get yeah, lives. I'm at, pretty at sure a it's, it's a threshold. Yeah. But so in the Super Nintendo one, it's like four times the size. Like I'm not, okay. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. It's, it's actually here. I'll send you an image okay. of how, how much bigger the, actually, can I send you an image easily? I don't know. No, I can't, but it's like, it's, it's the numbers are in the top right corner That's of the screen. They it. take up just a small amount of real estate on, um, uh, on the Genesis, but on the Super Nintendo one, it's it's it goes beyond halfway across the screen with huge, huge numbers, like some nasty comic oh, scenes yeah. looking numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's a different uh, it's a different font. Yeah, it's like it's like I said, that it's looks some, like looks uh, like some nasty comic scenes. I don't know. It's it's just a very it's a it's really gross, <laughs> and it actually blocks the view sometimes that... when you're doing stuff. That reminds me, that font specifically reminds me of Plock. <laughs> okay, I've Did never you ever played, played Plock. No, no. Don't. Yeah, that's... But, I mean, okay, there's one reason <laughs> to play Plock, and it's that Tim Folland did the music. I'm blanking on Tim Folland. He Tim Folland, did really, me. really good music for really bad games. Ah, okay. You know, the, you know that, like, that, like bop that is the opening theme to fucking Pictionary on NES. <laughs> yes, yes, actually. That's Tim Fallen. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So the, the dude has, he can work some magic. Yes. And I believe he is, like, originally, like, an oh, Amiga he did Bubble Bobble? Yeah, I'm looking uh, at it now. He did Amiga Commodore 64. Yeah, he was, he was, he basically was doing a lot of the music for... Uh, Silver um, Surfer? Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer for NES? Wait. Has, like, the a first jam? Ghosts and Ghouls? That's interesting. It has like the Silver Surfer for NES has like an, an incredible jam oh, for its like stage later. one theme, and it's like this, like this is the only good thing about this game. So Tim is Fallon that... did the music for Plock, and it's like the only redeeming feature. But like the beach theme from that game is so outstanding; it does not sound like it even should work on a on a Super Nintendo. Oh my god! I, I'm, I'm looking at the box art for Plock. I remember this box art. I remember mm -hmm, seeing it mm -hmm. and then not buying it or like yep. renting it. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, it's actually, a weird, it's a weird game that I don't think is terrible, but it's just one of those like. This is weird. It's one of those like five out of ten. This is kind of weird and boring. Well, apparently, EGM uh, lauded the game as an exceptional original title with aspect. With every aspect done well, particularly praising the colorful graphics, the music, the level design, the secret areas, and the character's ability to throw his own limbs, giving the game I mean, an eight out of ten. That's just the basic mechanic. Yeah, it's it's an odd way. That's an odd way to write a review, as if throwing your own limbs is the like exceptionally done well aspect. You know, yeah. Because they're they're talking about graphics and color. They're like, oh yeah, also the jump button. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really they really Has got the jump button. button 11 out of 10 <laughs> it, it, it it the button worked when i pressed it amazing game mm -hmm. <laughs> g f and g so yes i i'm looking at the score screen on that game and and it's similar it takes up almost as much real estate as, the, as james pond i still okay, i still have the one open for the switch is actually blowing my mind that this is on the nintendo switch for eight dollars i yeah um, like <clears throat> I am also surprised because what that means, it's not just that it's weird that it's been that it's been like that it's been put on switch, but it means that there is 
like someone owns the rights to that property and is still pushing it. I'm think I think it's that guy. I think it's Chris Sorrell or whatever the, the guy because he's he's the designer, the programmer, the artist. The only thing he didn't do is the he was not the composer. Um, I mean, the developer and publisher is listed as System Three Software. Yeah, maybe maybe they have the rights to the the the, <laughs> the classic <laughs> James Bond. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, two, not it me. is not um, unusual for a you know if if you do for, did, oh sorry sorry go ahead it's not unusual for a, a company like this to be like to grab a sort of what do you call it like a sort of like mid to low tier uh property yeah because if just, like a if a, like a publisher goes out of business and it's like sure. i'm gonna just i'm gonna just pluck this up and uh and buy the rights to this and oh, and throw maybe. it on Yep, you're thing. right. They mu they must have done that because they they bought the rights to only I believe only James Pond two is the one that's been poured a bunch. The other ones are lost in their infamy. But <clears throat> James Pond two was developed by Vector Dean, but then they published them. They published mm -hmm. it for Game Boy Advance, DS, PlayStation, and PlayStation two. Yeah, I feel like that's gotta be like we should update that because that should say Switch now too. <laughs> Oh, system three. If, if are, are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. Are, are you uploading? I'm, I'm, your... I'm actually. I think we're actually better off not knowing that the game's on Switch. Yeah, the world is because I don't want someone to buy it thinking it will be funny. <laughs> I will say this: the game is funny, but it's not true. Like, yeah, but would it be funny alone? I think it was funny because it was sort of like you're playing it with a bunch of people. Yeah, together. no, I think the context of it and being able to just like appreciate all of its absurdity as yeah. a group it would have been lost uh, on me alone yeah i would have just been like this is this is a nightmare but playing it with you was incredibly fun also i didn't have to play it which made it a lot better okay so how much of it did you actually play the first boss somewhere between the first and second boss i was like i can't do it anymore that's um, yeah that's fine i mean that's so it's like 30 minutes or something right something like that i don't know yeah it's more I... than enough to get a feel for the game and to know to to note the the really glaring issue with the super nintendo version now the the super nintendo version does have better music of course it does it's a little bit nicer yada 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 there's also a weird interest you know how uh the pal region has like a different clock setting so games run at a different speed oh which yeah made the, it so it's like 50 versus 60 frame rate or right yeah like so that. it made it so it was actually impossible to get the the excalibur 2 in final fantasy 9 on the pal version of the game maybe not impossible but way way harder because uh, the, the the speed of the clock was different. Mm -hmm, now, mm -hmm. when they brought this to America for the Genesis, they, they didn't change the speed of the clock, which is why the music in the Genesis version is kind of annoying, like more so than it should be. It's because it's moving a little faster than it should be, which is interesting. And I, I didn't know that. Um, but the, the, the biggest problem with the Super Nintendo one is the immense amount of slowdown. Like on the oh. first stage... There's slowdown when you're killing like the second or third enemy. So I can't even imagine how bad it gets in later levels where it's just nonstop slowdown. Also, the upside down stages uh -huh. are flipped normal. Oh, really? Like, it wasn't upside down. That's interesting. <laughs> Why? I have no idea. But you, the whole point of the upside down levels wasn't that they were tricky platforming. It was that they were upside down. So when they're yeah. right side up, it's just like... <laughs> It's just like seven platforms spaced norm, like really generously apart. <laughs> did you uh, did you discover the uh, 
Did you discover the trick I played during the uh, during stream? The the holding down while jumping thing, or something else. The the bouncy the bouncy level. <laughs> so I didn't get to the I didn't do the bouncy level that like the but way you did. That's the upside down level. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that some levels are different. I think some things are missing from the Super Nintendo version because huh. there's another upside down level too, where it's just upside down and you're jumping on candy pieces. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I don't know if the Super Nintendo. I I, I honestly. I was going to ask you if if that bouncy level was something you always play through because I tried looking through a vod of somebody beating it on the on on the on the on the master system, and I didn't see that awesome, hilarious, insane bouncy level that you. Okay, were. Do the you think reason that was you like, may not have seen it is because you don't actually have to bounce. That's you don't. The trick. No, I was holding the jump button because I thought it was hilarious. But it was so insane. <laughs> so what I what I I was testing it out initially. To see maybe how that's why high I didn't I bounce. bounce. Maybe that's why I didn't bounce is because I was just rushing through the levels then. Yeah. If you oh. hold the jump button when you land, then you bounce higher and higher and higher. So I like I discovered that the... fairly early on. And <laughs> Okay, um, so I didn't mess with it. Dang it. That that makes me sad because I thought the level was just gonna make me start bouncing like crazy. And that's what I made it look like. And I kind of yeah, le- I kind of leaned into that. Yeah, good. Because I, it really I discovered funny. it that you could like bounce higher and higher. And as soon as I realized you could bounce off the ceiling <laughs> yeah. and then it would like bounce bets you are off. back down. Then it was like, Oh, we're doing this. <laughs> oh man, let's go. And I just leaned into the insanity. I, 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 think I you didn't should... let on that. I could have stopped it. No, no. I figured there must've been a way to stop it, but I, I wasn't sure how it started. So when I, I, I must've, then just play. You might have actually done that level and not even recognized it because you weren't having the same bouncy, bouncy <laughs> experience that I was. Yeah. Well, and 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 even after, let me let me just say, having watched you played through it and then playing it again, you it doesn't it's not that different. Like so, it's it's sort of like playing the game for a second time, which is not enjoyable. No, uh, or at like, least I didn't find it enjoyable. <laughs> much of the joy in this game is in the discovery and just like what. What in the hell are they going to show us next? Well, yeah, and what anytime... horrors wait beyond this door? <laughs> and and the slowdown in the Super Nintendo version is super super weird. So, for instance, like the the second or third snake enemy you find, there was slowdown. But then later on, when I was flying the airplane around like the the fourth level or third level or whatever it is, there was no slowdown. So I I I didn't understand. So it's, so it's like super inconsistent. Yeah. So it's not just like you know the NES. When there's five enemies on the screen, you're guaranteed slowdown just because that's how it works. Yeah. Whereas this, it was, it just felt like, I don't know, bad programming. Where, you know where what it, that is, right? What? Not enough blast processing. It's true. Sega does. What, what Nintendo don't. I mean, really, that's that's the case for James Pond, no doubt. <laughs> 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 so, if that being the case, <clears throat> would you? Would you say that the Genesis version might actually be the better version? Yeah, because slowdown for, for the, is a pretty severe issue. The second I got to slow down, even even with the music, so the music was way nicer in the Super Nintendo one. There's there's yeah. no doubt about it. It's not as grating. Um, but finding out that that's partially because the the way the clock speed was brought over and they didn't fix that is 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 sort of like a a caveat that I'm like, all right, fine. This just this is just par for the course here. It's not that right. the Genesis music is necessarily bad because maybe if you had played the the PAL version with uh, the the appropriate emulation it would have sounded better i don't know yeah um 
I like I don't think the music had like issues with it sounding bad. It was just like I didn't think that the music in the game was particularly bad. It's just that there's like four tracks in the whole thing. Yeah, well, that's what's interesting is that the speed that it would have been increased by would have been a, a, a like minimal. So you might not have even noticed it exactly. Yeah, like it would have just been something that you you don't. That's just sort of there, right? Because yeah. the you don't when you when, if you're playing a PAL version of the game, you don't notice that it feels different. It's more of just a, it's it's kind of like it's there, but you don't. I don't. Know, I don't know how exactly to explain. We so should like point that out that um, that uh, James Pond is British developed. It is. So and if, the I was PAL say, version you of the game is the like the the home version. Yeah, the original <laughs> are, are you, version. Are you putting the the VOD on on? Oh, absolutely. On YouTube? Yeah. Okay, because... <laughs> I was waiting to get the hard drive installed so I could download the stream archive, but it is absolutely happening now. <laughs> I might oh. actually... Uh, I might... Like, I don't know. I feel like I should cut it up and actually do some editing on it, but it's going to be, like, a lot of work to do that, so... I think either way is perfectly acceptable. This could. This is a stream-dump-worthy game. I Like, just, just, just drop it in there and be like, yep, this is James Pond too, everybody. Yep. We did this. They they pretend like there's some story about Doctor Maybe, but there's actually a single sentence that just says, "Like we got to save the toys." Or what does he say in the beginning? Oh, and for whatever reason, in the console versions, yeah. you're you're saving penguins, and then mm-hmm. when they remade the game, it's I think you're saving Santa's elves or something. I remember reading. All right, because if you look at the the art for the for, for the Switch version, I'm pretty sure there's elves that you're seeing instead of penguins on the on and some of the images. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's like an elf with dynamite next to him for some insane reason in one of the Switch Why images. <laughs> so, so I don't understand. Those have to be unrelated images. Also, I never saw this. Like, I, I'm seeing the image that you were seeing. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know where this is in, in the I, I also Pond. don't know where this is. So I believe uh, one of the uh, <laughs> one of the playthroughs... the Switch version, uh, the Switch uh, re-release version is using the Genesis score yeah, Overlight. yeah, real shocking. <laughs> so, well, because you remember that this was published by. It's not like this is published by Nintendo or anything. It's, it's right, of course. It's published by a, a British company, as as you'll find out. Dean's distaste for that <laughs> in his VOD. <laughs> I have not for absolutely real. Not no for real. issue with the British. <laughs> it was just fun to poke fun at them of because course, of the bad course. game. If if honestly, if anyone thinks otherwise, then they should probably get themselves checked out because you've never said anything that would be construed as like angry or negative towards anyone except for james pond um but so so what's, what's interesting pond wasn't that bad i no, actually, actually had i had a you good like, time you like with it for the game. wrong reasons i was gonna say you actually like this game i think I, I i honestly i honestly believe this is a game that you would you would have played through just because you like sort of Cuso grande type yeah like i'm i'm drawn to like weird bad games yeah and this is weird and bad yeah no it's it's and oddly enough it's it's not unplayable like i didn't actually have that much trouble with the with the jumping and stuff the the thing i had the most trouble with (laughs) was gauging if the how big the hitbox was going to be that you're Mm -hmm. jumping onto like you have Mm -hmm. no idea is it actually as big as it looks like or is it just just a sliver of it about a foot outside on every in every direction yeah and it's very strange a bunch of so so basic controls in james pond i don't know if this changed in the snes version but basically you have jump and stretch 
<laughs> you have jump stretch and jump because then the other buttons don't do anything because it's just oh that's interesting you so you had two jump buttons and one yeah. stretch button i think or maybe i had two stretch buttons and one jump button i had two stretch buttons and one jump button okay no i'm probably probably had that too yeah yeah I, I don't remember i know there was only three buttons that did anything so um i'm i'm starting out the game and i'm just trying out my buttons and i hit jump and i'm like <laughs> all right cool jump jump is where jump should be that works <laughs> And I hit the other one, <laughs> and I just start extending upwards true, towards the heavens. Truly infinite extension. <laughs> and I, I hit it real quick just to see what happened, because I was expecting, like, a shot or something. Yeah, or like, a kick or a punch or something. Yeah, I don't some know. kind of attack button. And I just kind of, like... <laughs> Anything other than what you got. just sort of, like, stretches up a little bit. He's just like, burp. <laughs> and I'm like, what was... What? Yeah. What just happened? So I hit it again and I stretch a little further and then I just hold down the button and just just go. Just go. <laughs> just, you're just stretch you're just to the heavens. And I I kept <laughs> expecting to hit an upper limit and there just wasn't one. Yeah, you get to the edge of the screen. That's the edge the of limit. the screen is the edge of your is the edge of your stretch limit. <laughs> the upper limit is is truly the the end of the world. Like Now Here's the thing. I actually think that mechanic is cool. I do too. I don't have a problem with that. Because it looks, it looks ridiculous. It and, looks and... insane. It is an <laughs> acid trip fever dream. Yeah. It is especially As because is most other so... things in this game. Well, especially because the whole point of the stretch mechanic is to reach uh well, very specific types of blocks above your head mm -hmm. that you can then grab onto and do a little like shimmy. Like a yeah, little you, do a little, to the... you do a little like monkey bar shimmy to the yeah. left or right, which you need to do to get to air to some areas in the game. Yeah. Um, um, or in some cases, I discovered uh, just skip the entire stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just cling to the ceiling. And just, I, I was, just I, no, I was, not, I was on one of those climbing stages and I yeah. just walked to the left and stretched all the way up to the top. And there was a there was a block there to grab onto with a one up next to it. The one that had are, to have been on the purpose. The one-ups are onks for some reason. I don't know. Don't, don't worry about it. None, none of none of the don't no none of the collectibles make any sense in this game. There's one collectible that makes sense. Which one? Stars recover health. Yeah, but what do hearts do? Points. Oh yeah. Okay. Do the points Everything have anything else? Is points? Does do do do? <laughs> is there any rhyme or reason to how many points something is assigned? No, no. There's a. I mean, it's consistent. Like sure, apples the, are always the items worth have apple like points. the item the yeah the the same item is always worth the same number of points, but it's like here's a you know here's a here's a bell it's worth twenty five thousand points yeah, literally twenty five thousand here's a here's a sapphire or an emerald ring it's worth eight hundred <laughs> the heart is worth four thousand this cello is worth a thousand. How much Here's are teeth a hot worth? dog? It's worth five hundred. So sometimes when you kill enemies, teeth appear. Are they're worth something too? I don't. I three hundred, I think. Yeah, but then there's like a row of six bells, and you're like, oh, so basically everything else I've collected up to this point is meaningless because twenty five thousand is is a lot more than three hundred. I will give some credit to like there is an impressive number of there's an impressive number of items for no reason. 
Like they oh, could, you mean there like could models, have been like, four like... collectibles in this game. Sure, yeah. But they modeled like a hundred different items. No, no, and no, no, just no. Threw he... them around. <laughs> he modeled. <laughs> there's like there's like eight people in the credits. <laughs> I don't know what they did. <laughs> Two I'm... people around sound design. Oh well, see, this is also because we're playing ported versions. I wonder if the Amiga is different. I'm not entirely oh, sure. Oh, could be, could be. Uh because I so I remember reading or I remember seeing something interesting. I meant to save the link. I forgot it was for James Pond one, the instruction manual. It has a little bio about the guy who made it, and it looks oh, like he's cool. like twenty or something when he made the first one. You um, know what? Respect. Yeah, that's so. That's what I was about to say. Is that we're 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 kind of taking a uh, we're kind of taking a bite out of the game here. But it, it in some ways it's it's really impressive that this person like if it's a single person making a game that then has been ported a thousand times it's kind of cool <laughs> i have played some really bad games that are yeah. made by one person and at the end of it i still have to be like hey you know what you made something yeah exactly you made something that i am now consuming and can appreciate in whatever way I choose to appreciate it. In this case, it's, you know, to kind of like take the piss out of it, but sure. But like, I, it's, it's well-deserved <laughs> like, but it's so ultimately impressive. you made something 30 years ago that someone picked up 30 years later. and was like, Hey, this is a thing. Cool. Yeah. So I sent you the, I guess that's, it says it's James pond too, but I'm not, I'm, I'm confused because the top, is this James Pond 2 then? I don't know if this was the manual or what how this came with it. Because it says James oh, Pond God, Underwater Agent. <laughs> yes. So it says this James Pond 2, but then I'm confused because it has the art for just the first James Pond. So I, I believe it's actually... I think they even got confused in their own documentation or however this was laid out. I mean, I'm not entirely sure. It specifically references Robocod. Yeah, but then look at the art. It says James Pond. Is this just like, oh, maybe it's just saying, oh, that's the original. Like, oh, here's the... If you like James Pond to play the original, maybe? I don't know. At the bottom sure? of the rocket-looking thing. Right, do you see what I mean? It's it's kind of confusing. But it does list a lot of... Uh, it lists some of the treasures. and Yeah, this must be James Pond 2, and then it just says, if you like this, play the, um, play the first one. But at the bottom, you'll see that it has... I've never seen this before, but it has a little bio of the person who made it, and he was 19. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, nuts. And this is his second game already. So if you, I mean, I think one and two were made in the same year. Uh, I mean, that's, yeah. that's really impressive. Like it is, especially considering like I have played significantly worse games than this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I said, the actual controls for this game are all a little awkward. Hold and on. aside from what's up, I listen. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know how to get you to like the right page of this. Okay, let's try. But there's a section yeah, just before, just just below controls, the section labeled "What you see." Yes. Uh, the second image there, it has some things on the screen labeled. I want you to look until you see the thing. I'm probably Wait, what telling. What the f hell? It's a penguin bomb. It's a penguin bomb. Wait, I thought we were saving the penguins. Apparently, it's a penguin bomb. So, what are Dr. Maybe's bombs have been disguised as penguins to hinder your rescue attempts? There are penguin bombs on most levels, and you must deactivate them 
You you know that makes way more sense because you thought it looked like you were killing somebody when you collected it them. It did. I was like, we're saving the penguins because they kind of like they literally do the like the Sonic like arms and legs out pop off the screen thing. Yeah, what like that happens when he dies, and it's what the that's what the penguins look like. They do when you touch them. They're just like boom. It's like boom. Yeah, 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 exactly. Huh remaining chances I, I you know there are multiple exits too apparently for different stages and stuff which which you saw uh i i saw i okay you know what? what first things first let's take a word from our sponsors when we come back i have i'm going to read an excerpt from the instruction manual that will lead us into our next point of discussion i just want to say the first level is called scary sports <laughs> okay no okay chris That's did not great. like jim he did not like jim class <laughs> but i want to draw your attention to bonus blocks okay bump bonus these blocks. blocks from underneath for surprises <laughs> yeah. good and bad if a meanie pops out run if a car plane or bathtub pop out jump in and press b to fly that sums up James Bond. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Because yeah, there are vehicles you can ride in. You know, a car and a plane. Awkward, weird, but fine. <laughs> but obviously there's a bathtub. Like, also, even there's even different art when you get in the bathtub. Like, you get bubbles all over you and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, like, actual actual care put into that. Yeah, totally. Um, Donkey Kong, if you think about it, Donkey Kong Country basically ripped this off because the oh, car yeah. is just there's, <laughs> there's there's no doubt the people at Rare were like, we can do this. Hey, Rare, also a British company. Oh, uh, God. It was I right see, in their I backyard, right under their noses the whole time. M- mush, maybe's meanies. What? I mean, sure. Oh, mush, because you're, you're jumping on him. Ah, yeah, like, I get it. He was just like going for mash. some alliteration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. mash, but they're British. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the British. Uh, so, no, like, this game had, like, there. it's rare. It's rare that you actually see them. But this game had, uh, this game actually really had vehicles. And and they that made, are they, actually they, kind of fun to use. I was gonna say because flying around the plane was actually kind of cool. You're you're like invincible. You just blast through anything. You don't oh, have yeah. a gun, but I mean, you just you literally just drive your vehicle into them, mm-hmm. uh, and then they then they die. That's kind of what I. That's kind of why I likened it to using like Rambi or whatever in uh, yeah. Oh in sure, country. Yeah, because like it really is just jump onto it and you're in you're then in like an invincibility state. I I have a, I have a serious question for you. Do you if 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 you were to receive James Pond codename God on the Switch, would you play it so we can see the definitive version? Of At the this game? point, no. Um, <laughs> if I had received it before playing it the first time, what about like six months from now, and no. we do a a James Pond? Uh, what what do they call it when you look back? Retrospective. Yeah, but there's like a fancy like not Redux. What the there's like a nice word for it. I retrospective is fine, but there's there's another word that I'm blanking on. Um, you know, we'll we'll have to see. We we'll have to see. 
Is it a now I'm now I'm having trouble because like now I want to come up with what you're trying to come up with. I, f- I just feel like there's another word that a reprisal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that, right? But no, I don't want to play this game again. <laughs> well, is, don't, isn't there a way to force people to play games on your channel for points? <laughs> yeah, there's I have a, a lot way of points. Me, there's a way for me to veto them. I have a lot of points. One day. <laughs> now if you wanted to get me to play one or three i would oh no no i would i would much rather watch you play james bond two again no like, i won't I, do that like to you. I, I don't know what else we can do with this game like it like i i okay. okay so let's 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 talk about the progression of the game is something like you're dumped into the north pole because you just saw a cutscene where penguins are like let's save the toys or something and you're not really yeah, sure what's happening basically. and then you're into this hub world and you just walked around for a while and you were going by doors and you're like, none of these doors are opening. I don't, I don't get yeah. it. And then you walked in front of a random door. I'm thinking it was probably the first one that you would have walked in if you just walked right. If you but, had just walked to the right, then that door would have just unlocked and you would have walked into it. But I, being me, uh, to was explore. like, hey, let me try my buttons out. Let me see if I can jump up here and go over there and do this or that. It's good you did, though, because there are these tiny little ledges underneath the these windows on the castle that you're kind of scaling mm-hmm. and that's when you're like oh god this game's gonna be rough <laughs> because the, the platforms are pretty small those ones are okay but then you get to a big kind of windowsill and the big yep. windowsill has almost the exact same like it looks like it should be like three times the size of the smaller platforms yeah. but i'm pretty sure it's the same amount is, of space like, that you can land on yeah as it a is tiny one. visually two or three times bigger than the ledges that you're jumping up on the sides yeah but has about the same actual hitbox yeah like the hitboxes are almost identical it felt like it was about three pixels wide (laughs) yeah now you you want to know how is wait am i reading this right probably dude dude this james pond 2 was sponsored by mcvitie's mcvitie's biscuit company all right those penguin biscuits that you saw in that one level where they're like penguins on the side of things Yes. That's why they're penguins, I'm guessing. Holy hell. Is that a thing? I don't hold on. <laughs> I, I missed this earlier when, when I was when I browsed through the Wikipedia thing. I would like to point out that James Pond is published in the United States by EA. Really? <laughs> Did you not know that? Oh, I wasn't no, I I didn't pay any attention to when it was opening. Yeah, oh, yeah, EA, EA Electronic Arts. Straight up yeah. on the on the on the um Oh yeah, no, that is actually what that looked like. Yeah, it says it says right here. Even the penguins look the same. In the original UK version of the game, the penguins featured as an in-game product placement. So maybe that's why there's penguins. Huh. Interesting. Holy hell! the The game caused the penguin to outsell Kit Kat for the first time in the product's history after the real dude Chris Sorrell. He <laughs> he. It was James Pond? <laughs> was what? this game? What Did is people happening? Care about this game? I, I, my whole my whole my whole existence is shattered. I did not expect James Pond to RoboPond to help a, a cracker company outsell Kit Kat, or excuse me, biscuit cookie. It's UK, whatever. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's crazy. Um, 
I, I guess we wouldn't have seen really, um, I guess we wouldn't really have seen that in, if we played like the NTSC version. Yeah. Cause maybe. like, cause they took that branding out and just made it sort of general penguin things. But like, oh, yeah, so I remember seeing those. I remember there's like entire stages where like the damn penguin packaging is like, it's just like the, the entire whole stage. It's the whole so that means people got to that stage in RoboPon and were suddenly like, damn, I could use a, 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 a biscuit. I sure. Biscuit bars filled with chocolate cream. Come on. That's I mean, what I thought of. Good, honestly, like, it does actually sound I would, good. I would, I, would, I would probably eat those. They're, pick up a penguin. But not apparently. because of James Pond. <laughs> Just because of the chocolate. Chocolate Holy sells itself. You don't need a video game. Apparently not. <laughs> apparently it helped them outsell Kit Kats. Anyway, so we were talking about the progression. So um, you you go ultimately, on the first. There's a there's a staircase. Yeah. Okay. So you the outside the of the right, castle, and it's just like you kind of just walk up to the you know the obviously the first door that you walk into is the one that's supposed to open. It does not actually give you any sort of indication as to what the like. It, it doesn't tell you like level one, level two, level three. No. No. Like, yeah. The, that's the not name... a thing. That's how that's how come I thought in in the instruction manual where it says that rescue mission one is called scary sports that does not tell you that that's right. why it was funny to me because it I don't know I it the names that the the names are well they're basically what you'd think them to be so th this next stage is all about fluffy toys and that's the name of the the level wait. I did the toy. I did the toy stage first and the sports stage second. You did. That's right. So maybe you can do. Oh, I wonder if you can do them. Whoa. But I also came to it from the op from like the wrong. Direction. You came from the right to left. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you you broke the game wide open. I, well, I wonder if so. I noticed there's like basically two stage, like two like actual platforming stages, and then you go up, and then there's a. And boss then you fight room. a boss. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and I wonder if maybe they unlock both of those stages at the same time so you can do them in either order. Oh, that makes sense. Sure. Because I definitely wasn't able to get to any of the higher ones. Mm -mm. Those all just stayed locked. So maybe it's like the first tier of stages and then the se and then the boss and then the second tier of stages and then the boss. That Yeah, I could see that. So what, like, what are bosses like? Um, nightmarish <laughs> for starters, but no. also really simple. Yeah, right, because it's basically just they have one ability and most of the boss like levels are designed such that you can just kind of hide in the corners and jump yep. on their head when mm -hmm. they're not invincible. Except yeah, for... we should we should point out that because we haven't really mentioned this. You, it's it's Mario. It's Mario without fireballs. You jump. Yeah, on there, heads. there is. That's the only way to damage them. And sometimes you jump on them and you take damage instead. Because that's yep. what happened to you on that one castle stage that you were stuck on for like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's really like the hitboxes in this are really, really frustrating. Yeah, well, until you find out you can do the invincibility trick by crouching after jumping. That is nice. But even still, uh, yeah. you can like you can still have issues. What I mm -hmm. noticed is that um, there's so generally you jump on you jump on enemies heads to damage them, but there are caveats to this. Um, if there are like, if the enemies overlap, like you get the snakes sometimes and they're kind yeah. of like moving on the same, or like the same the, plane at the same time. Or that one where there's cars and stuff and they could, yeah. they could kind of overlap where they were. Yeah. 
So if you jump and there's like two enemies kind of overlapped in the same place, you will hit one but take damage from the other. Oh my god. I don't know. So, I, I don't know so how that like, works in the coding if you just like kind of fall through or what like Yeah, it must be. Like enemies get invincibility frames as a whole. <laughs> yeah, but like it it's I mean it's clearly like you only you're only allowed to jump on one thing at a time. Mhm. And then like I don't know, maybe in the same frame that you hit the one, you're taking damage from the other because it's not because it doesn't trigger the damage. I don't know. I I don't know. I'm not a game programmer. I don't know how that plays out. All I know is that I figured out fairly quickly that you uh you, you cannot to... jump on an enemy if there is another enemy nearby. It's a one the other at a time. Might just hit you. <laughs> yes, it's a one at a time kind of game. <laughs> yeah, very much so. So the, I did just find out the the manual does say you after five hundred thousand points you get a you get an extra life. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Felt like less than that, but I guess you do get points pretty quickly. Um, I mean, who knows? <laughs> no, nobody really knows. The the so so you you the bosses are really basic, except for one boss that I can think of that was like, what the hell happened? We're, oh we're... goodness, I uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What like so? Can you can oh. you explain? I, let me let me get back to hitboxes. Oh yeah, some yeah. enemies can jump, right? And if they jump up while you're falling down onto them to do damage, they also damage you. They override your or do you, do you still I, hit I them? I right? feel like it's like their upward momentum is like, stronger than yours. Pulls their hurtbox into your hitbox more than vice versa. Right. Yeah, it's almost like because that action was you technically did your action earlier. And so then their action overrides your action or something. Yeah, weird. It's, it's something having to do with like it's got to be something having to do with the momentum. Yeah. Of them moving up towards you. Sure. That like where you're falling towards them and they're going up towards you and there's mm-hmm. like momentum overflow so that they're like they end up getting into your they end up getting into your hurt box where they wouldn't if they were just stationary. I can see that. It's some kind of it's some kind of bug like that. But there's a bunch of it, it's super frustrating and inconsistent because jumping on something's head is the only is the only way that you have to do damage. Yeah, and there are so them. many there are so many inconsistencies to that where it's like two of them are in the same place, so you take damage. Or one of this one decided to jump up towards you, so you take damage. <laughs> this one just has an it like the trains just have an inconsistent hitbox in oh, general. Oh god, I forgot about the train. Oh no, you I thought you were for obviously you weren't talking about the the auto Not the auto scroller level. That's a different no, no. issue. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, yeah, like the, the little the little toy train yeah, enemies. Yeah, the, the enemy trains. Like if you jump too close to the front or back of them even though you're still like squarely on top of them, you take damage. Like it's yeah, very do very it. inconsistent. It's ex- yeah. It's, it's it's requires a lot of precision in a game that doesn't like. Mm, it's it's not really balanced around that type of right <laughs> precision because you can't really it's, tell. It's that not, you're not even doing about it precision. Right. It's just about like the rules not being consistent. Mm, true, that's fair. That's it's fair. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like not the, really precision. It's it's, it's not it's like these of, are enemies with spikes on top of them. Right, right. It's just a train. You've just yeah. You've just learned that you jump on top of enemies. Like you jump on top of all of the enemies to hurt them. That's that's right. that's completely consistent, except that 
sometimes they just sometimes the enemies can just decide when you jump on them that you take damage instead Mm -hmm. either because of what they're doing or the the you know how close they are to something or where you hit them but there's no indication of it it's it it didn't feel good and i wanted to bring that up before we got into bosses because i feel like the bosses also suffer from this the the good news is that the the first couple are pretty much just whatever just wait for them to stop being invincible yeah Yeah. but then the boss where there's two of them Mm -hmm. um so it's a mirror match (laughs) but not like the mirror match where you have to fight yourself it's not like a dark link situation it's literally you controlling two of you at the same time where one of you has regular controls and one of you has mirrored controls and they like meet in the middle and the enemy is also mirrored and they just kind of jump back and forth and you have to actually hit the right enemy with the right version. Like the left version of James has to hit the left version of the, of the boss and the right version has to hit the right version but you can actually like cross back over. So your left side is on the right side and it's super confusing and bad. It's it's, it looked incredibly painful. It's, and it could <laughs> like, I, I appreciated the attempt. It's like, this is genuinely different. Like, I can't think of a time that I fought <laughs> something quite like this. Sure. Games have used like mirror tricks and stuff like that before, where they sort of invert your controls or you kind of mm-hmm. have to like, control like two of your characters at the same time yeah but not quite like that and they're probably for good reason <laughs> yeah. well especially because the you're basically just in a kill box with two giant bosses that are bouncing they're around really big and their hit boxes are even bigger and the only way that you can get above them is by jumping on two floating vhs tape things that are going up and down and mm-hmm. then sometimes those get out of sync so like yeah that was weird so it becomes virtually it's it's just a it's it the battle is is without save states i think it would have been so obnoxious because you well, just don't know you can full game over that's what i mean yeah like you just you just don't know what's going to like if it's going to work or not because i think the time when you killed it you basically got into a perfect rhythm mm-hmm. where you jumped as their in- invincibility went away and you yep. hit them again and then you I, you kept doing that, and you almost lost the rhythm, I believe. And you yeah. you hit him like one more time, and that was it. Yeah, like, it was very close. Yeah, but like it, like I I had to basically get him to a point where where they're stun locked. Yeah, which is a to you know which is a thing you can do. Sure, and that makes it a lot easier. But that, I wouldn't say that makes the boss fight better. It just well, means that the only realistic way to beat it is to exploit it. Yeah, and that's I mean obviously that's dumb. That's yeah, that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> if the best way to beat the boss is to hide in the corner and just and just like hit him as he as he runs by because he can't get you there, like that's basically what this was. Yeah. If you have to if you have to exploit the boss mechanics to like to like stand in the spot they can't get you or like or like lame out some sort of mechanic like lame out the pattern in a way yeah. that's clearly not intended, then like it, it's a bad boss fight. Yeah. And it's. It, it, I think it basically summarizes a lot of James Pond's problems is that it just sort of um, there, there's some fun ideas mm-hmm. in, in the game in a way. Like it's kind of neat. There's a lot of level variability and all that kind of stuff, but it just, well, I, I mean, to be frank, it, it it's a game that one person made and you can tell, right? Like it's, it's more or less put together by an individual 
and you can it really sh- kind of shines through and it's 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 not saying that it's not impressive because it really is yeah but at the same time it's not like a i, I i'm still blown away that it's on the switch <laughs> like like yeah I, like... I, I can't even i can't put into words that 30 years later it was remade like on the nintendo switch like it what or a ported at least. I don't know that it got a remake because it looks pretty sure, much sure. the same. But like, yeah, they, well, they just ported. ran some. They ran some whatever they do to make old sprites look. Well, they, they it's I it doesn't actually look. That it, it looks, looks worse. Like, yeah, but I, it's I, I, been redone. Something's happened to the sprites of some like, like it looked like a cell phone sprite redo yeah. or whatever, like a filter or something. I, I was gonna say yeah. I agree with you that it looks like a game from the early '90s that was optimized to run on a cell phone. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Um, but dude, it, there's we didn't even talk about the fact that this this thing literally I want to be the guys you. It does like, in a couple. It does in a couple of like this game's trolly. There's some seriously really it's really annoying troll spots where there's like a switch you step on, which up to this point switches have always done something. Uh, oh, that and, switch did something. Oh yeah, it dropped a block on your head that you couldn't get out of. Like yeah. you just die instantly. Mm-hmm. Weird. And the, like, and the weird thing is, like, it doesn't do that consistently. It doesn't do that sort of trolly nonsense to you often enough for it to for that to feel like. Oh, they got me this time. <laughs> well, it like it's more like just like this is this is a this is a really annoying because I'm jumping on platforms and suddenly this platform shoots upward. If they do it more than like two or three times, yeah, then it starts turning into like, all right, I got to look out for that. Right. But they do it so rarely that it just like that just happens to you and you're just like, what? Okay. Why? (laughs) I can't. What was why did there's a few times while you were streaming it where you actually just were like, okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I just switched it to the to the like. Do you remember what those were? Because I remember it was that because I was in a I was in a stage that I was having a really hard time with. Yeah. And I finally got to the end of it. And there's the end, there's like the ending pole where it's like, here's the end of the level. (laughs) And then, and there's a switch right before it. And the switch just drops a block on your head and you die instantly. (laughs) And you just have to start over. I I, I think I remember the first one was actually when you got the bathtub, but you're like, okay, (laughs) I don't know what to say anymore. Yeah, it's bizarre that your vehicles are a car, an airplane, and a bathtub. And the bathtub just is the airplane. Yeah, but it's a bathtub. It is exactly the same in terms of, like, the way it controls and what its capabilities are. It just, it flies. There's even bathtubception. Like, what is wrong with Santa's workshop? You're flying the, along in a bathtub, and then you fly into, into a giant bathtub to yeah. take you to an underwater stage that has... Underwater Thank you physics. For reminding me that the underwater stage exists. Oh, I wasn't going to let you. You forget. play as a fish, and the underwater stage is the worst. It's so bad. It's the worst controlling part of the whole game. Luckily, it is very short. It is short, and they only use it one time, and they never go back to it. Yeah, but yeah, that's it's that's the beware of good. bath time stage. It's weird that like there's a beach stage. Yeah, there's a, there's a random beach stage. There's also a stage that's filled but with musical notes. There's a beach stage, but there's no water in the beach stage. 
No, and you have well, to and go the into sand, the bathtub to get into the water. Well, and and the levels designed where it's like a maze, so there's like sand just floating in space, technically. Yeah. Right? Wasn't that that stage? Or, no, maybe that's the weird one with the with all the pencils and the what was what's the there was a phrase on there that was like glue and gunk, but it wasn't glue and gunk. Oh, was, uh, um, uh, oh, goop and goop and I don't remember. Shoot, it's something else with a G. Yeah, and I thought it was some kind of like British slang. So I so like Mal went and asked Deliria if that was a thing, and she was like, "That's nonsense." <laughs> yes. And then she Googled it, and there was like nothing. They're like, so it's just a word they made up. That was one of those like, weird stages, it was like where I... goop and and gr- and gruster gr- or something like. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gluster. Yeah, I don't know. He he liked alliteration, whatever. Yeah, um, it's fine. So that level also had things that I thought you were going to get killed on. Like I thought you were going to get impaled by these giant pencils with very pointy looking tips. Yeah, they look but like then you spikes, just walk on but they're them. just background elements. Yeah, you just you just you just chill out on them. No big deal. Yeah. There and was the you... uh, there was the musical staff stage where yes. the, where I just yelled about how the music didn't make any sense because it was a four four time signature. So yep. you need four beats per bar to make a complete musical phrase, and they had like half of one (laughs) that stage it also had something else that was really weird it was like that was one that had the faces very bright the guitars the the guitars with the faces there was they they just it just sometimes their faces are just so uncomfortable that game put faces on everything yes and none of them needed it We would have all been better off if they didn't have faces. <laughs> like every like background elements, faces, enemies, faces. Like that I'm surprised the music staffs and the typewriters had faces. Like the volleyball in the sports stage, faces, tennis rackets, faces. Every actually everything. Everything. Even even the putt putt car that you drive around in had yep. a face. Mm-hmm. I think. Does the bathtub have a face? Didn't know. Maybe the cars don't have faces, but I feel like they sh- they did. God, I don't know anymore. Everything's bleeding together. I I do want to say though that the the way they do the live systems is 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 interesting once you realize what it is. But at first you're like, how? Where are my lives? I have no idea how much damage I can take. Yeah, so there, there's yeah. like there's like a little icon of James Pond in the bottom left corner. He's holding up three fingers, which stand for your like three continues before you game over. Yeah, and then you have lives. like. Yeah, three lives, and then you can take three hits, like up to five. I want to say, I think. Yeah, you can right? get up to five. Uh, which in the, they're represented by green. I think maybe batteries. I think they, I think they call them batteries, but they're just little green bars, little. Pips. Yeah. Um, and every time you lose a life, so once one of his fingers go down, he puts a finger down, and mm-hmm. then his face gets more and more disgruntled. And yeah, he gets so mad at you. He gets in absurdly angry by the time you have one life left. Sadly, it's not his middle finger as the last one. We really, we all really <laughs> wanted it to be like you get down to one life and he flips you off. Because when you get to two and he has this sort of like grumbly face, like, like it looks like the natural progression of that is to is to flip you the bird at one finger. <laughs> yeah. I want some like I want there to have just been someone who modded the game where he just does just, that. Just the only thing that changes is the middle finger. And he like he doesn't even keep he doesn't even keep it in the same place. 
It's just like the whole display just becomes his his giant hand flipping you the bird. <laughs> it just takes up the whole screen. You can't the, see anything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. That's that's about right. So uh so after you after you you get to the very end, what's the final boss? It's a giant fucking snowman. Yes. And he he, he throws <laughs> his head at you and you can jump on the head and the head flashes like it's like you do damage to it, but it's yeah, so not that's actually how you kill it, right? But that's not actually damage. Oh, it's not. So so what do you have to do? So the snowman is on a platform above you, and he kind of walks back and forth for a bit, and then there's little snowman ads on the bottom yeah, that he run likes, back he and like, forth yeah. and attack you. And they suffer from that problem that I was talking about before, where the uh, where they can jump while you're jumping on them. And you take damage instead of them. Oh, and it's the final boss, so, you know, things are a little more tense. There's no indication that it's the final boss. There isn't. There's no build-up to it at all. Other than the fact you're at the top of the castle. It's not, though! Oh, yeah, you're right. You climb to the top of the castle. Yeah, you're right. I literally thought that the the mirror boss was going to be the the end of the game. That's right, that's right. But then you have to jump down to the right... And do a couple more stages, and then like the final boss is on like the lower right side of the of the castle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because you you so you 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 kill the you kill the head. No, you well, just bounce no, you don't off kill the head. head. You, you like, bounce off the head to get onto the body, and then after the it's body, Mario mechanics of like you can jump off of something to get more height. Sure. Although it's a lot more height because jumping mechanics are like space jump all over the place. Oh yeah, we didn't actually mention the fact that you jump like Mario in in uh, in uh, Super Mario Land when you're in outer space. Like you actually you actually go f- so high. I would liken it to um, Luigi and Mario Two. Sure. Okay. It feels a little like that. M- Luigi's got like a like that weird like kind of shifty momentum in the air. Yeah, he does. So it doesn't quite feel like that, but the arc of the jump where it's like you kind of slowly rise and slowly fall. Yeah. It feels like that to me. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a a a, a good um a good comparison. The point here is that the all of the mechanics in this game are floaty. Yes. Like the the momentum is kind of the momentum is kind of shifty slidey. The the jump is really floaty. It does, thankfully, kind of work for the way the game is designed. Sure. Um, the controls are not like, actually the the worst part of playing. No, it's 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 functional. It's manageable. Yeah. Um, and the game design knows that its controls are the way it is. So like, it's 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 all right. But where was I going with this? Uh, we were just going to talk about how you you kill the the snowman body. Oh then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the then the true final boss, or at least the story would have you assume it would be the true final boss appears. Yeah, like so you have to jump on the snowman head to get the extra height off of the jump to get up onto the platform, so that you can jump on the snowman's body while its head is off. Yes, yeah, because the head's bouncing around the bottom half of the. You screen. try to jump on the snowman while the head is on the snowman. You take damage, so yeah, you wait course. for the snowman to throw his head at you, and it just kind of bounces around on the bottom part of the screen. 
you jump off of it to get up to the top part where you can jump on the snowman's body while the while the head is off of the body before it comes back and you get like two or three hits in and then eventually the snowman blows up and some dr wiley ripoff pops out yes and runs around for a bit and you can't do anything to him yeah i was afraid you were gonna die or something there i'm not gonna lie i was also afraid of that i was like and then he just kind of runs out of the room and then a cutscene starts in which he runs into the middle of the screen and then Santa goes by on his sleigh and drops a bag of presents on him and like hammers him into the ground like a nail. Yep. And then James Pond and Santa jump in the air for joy like they just won a Final Fantasy battle. Yeah. And then they, they fly off in the night together on, on Santa's sleigh. And then the world is saved. Yeah, the world. Then it says, maybe or something or like for now. For dot, now, dot, dot, for question now. mark. For now, yeah. And then, then Doctor Doctor Maybe, who is his name only because I've I looked at the manual and stuff. Is a uh, he he kind of trots off the left side of the screen. Yeah, he's kind of like he's kind of like cartoon smashed, where he's just like a head and feet. Yeah. Yep. And he yeah, just kind of like shuffles his shuffles his way off the left side of the screen. Yep. Yep. Literally like, I'll get you next time, Gadget. <laughs> I mean, the whole Actually thing, true. The whole exercise, the whole thing is very clearly Saturday morning cartoony. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And I mean, that's, you know, that is the 90s style is just, yeah, you've got a, you've got a simple, you've got your mascot platformer with your fill in the blank boss, Dr. Something in the white lab coat. Sure. Those evil scientists. Yeah. Isn't it weird how like 90s TV and video games just like demonized? We still like, kind of vilify science like in some ways. Yeah. Or, or they have very specific traits that are like things that people don't like or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's it's um, like like a especially when you get into weird gender things where it's like, OK, this person mm. can be a scientist, but they also have to be moody or grumpy or they have right, to be right, right. sassy or funny or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they have to, they, they can't just be a normal person who's a scientist. It's, it never happens. They're always, no. they're always something extra. It is a, it, they're always extra. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always some sort of caricature. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, this is, this is very much that, but yeah, the I mean, game never purpose. actually mentions who that person is. No, they don't. Just, it's only and, in the and there's no indication that the snowman boss is that guy until you beat it and he pops out and then he is defeated as soon as he appears. I don't even know why they bothered to, why did they even bother to model him? I'm going to guess he played a, a bigger role in the first game and they just wanted the continuation of it. Probably. Right. Cause like if, it was, if, it was Dr. Maybe all along. <laughs> I mean, we also have to put into perspective that if, if, if this is right, right. Like this was made by like a 20 year old or something. True. True. So if, if you think back to, if you had this idea for a video game, let's say you thought of it when you were 16 and then you were putting it together finally. And, and you're like, this is such a cool idea, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's, I, I won't, I won't, I won't be too harsh on, on that aspect of it. Sure. Uh, but it's it's still really silly. <laughs> it is very silly. Um, but I the reason I was saying I think everybody should play it when when we first started this was not because I think it's a good game, but because I think it's such a, a weird game that if 
if if you could just play it for like a little bit just to see what we're talking about because it's such a it's i don't know it's such an oddity and yeah uh, yeah it's just weird <laughs> it is it is worth experiencing just as like a as like a bizarre experience uh, wait better more yet. like more than like hey this is a fun video game that you'll have fun with no in you the conventional sense yeah, you won't. And, and, and in fact, you don't even have to play it. I just more so meant you should see it being played. So hopefully you can go to Dean's YouTube channel sometime and just watch it there. Because that's really all I'm... Mario 64 that's really all is I'm over on Friday. I need a new series. Yeah, I mean, this is equally as good as Mario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's wild to think about? What's that? Those games came out five years apart. Oh my god. Well that's oh, that's that's what I was trying to say. When you look at the year that these games well, ninety-one was the release date. Super Mario World was yep. released the mm-hmm. same year that James freaking Pond. Now, again, I understand putting into perspective one person versus, you know, Nintendo's flagship title, but it's still hilarious to think like I don't because I don't think I would have played this then and been like, Oh, I really like this game. I just I don't I don't know. I don't think it would have had a, a, a really positive impact on me, even as a kid. I I feel that if if I had had this as a kid, yeah, and I had it had been like one of my five games, yeah, you would have played it. I'd probably have a really soft spot for it. Yeah, I could see that. I I, I guess when you when you would because we always go back to that that idea, right? When when we talk about these old games, we we always kind of. We kind of hold on to that. Well, what if this was one of your one of the games that you owned of, yeah. of like, you know, a handful? You're going to like it more than maybe makes sense. Right. But I, I think you can say that about almost anything. True. Like when you grow up with something and it's one of your core things that you that you did, like you find things to love about it because it's yours and you just, you know, you just deal with it. Well, and it's it's. It's the same feeling that I have about like NES Top Gun. Yeah, there's like that game's yeah. awesome. That game's I almost said awesome. Wow, that's wow. not what I want. That game's awful. <laughs> not awesome. The literal opposite thing. Awesome. Um, but it was like one of like two games that I had at my uh, at my dad's house. Yeah, like he had an NES in his basement, and it had like that and Double Dragon, and I played the hell out of both of them <laughs> double and dragon just like I, that's fun i recognize that top gun isn't a good game at all but like i still get good feelings about like that stupid aircraft carrier landing scene yeah there's so i think that's it's it's also kind of different when there there wasn't as much available then either right like in terms of uh in terms of the amount of games that you can play, because now you can boot up Steam and you can download, I don't know, like 50,000 video games if you wanted yeah. to right now, right? Basically. Uh, where and, and you don't even need to buy a new console for it. I mean, like you right, can use right. a pretty dumpy computer and play a ton of games that yeah, are like indie sure. games and stuff. Whereas before, maybe all you had was the Mega Drive and this is one of the games you had. It's it's really weird to think, to put stuff into perspective like that. Even Even when you think about ratings and what's good or what's bad. Cause there was the hype, the hype train. It was totally different or non-existent. Oh than... yeah. Like the, like I, I think about this a lot where like we have this whole video game hype cycle of like, 
let's all get excited about this game a year and a half before it comes out. And now here's Yeah, like wasn't this... Cyberpunk announced like 10 years ago or something? I didn't <laughs> even know that. It feels like it was in like 1998. Because I, I, I'm pretty sure Cyberpunk was announced forever ago. I didn't hear about it until about a year and a half ago. But that was when they really started to push the hype cycle was about a year and a half ago or two years ago or whenever. I, I think um, they first teased it probably three years ago or something like that. I mean, it was originally supposed to launch in like spring. Yeah, but I think it was supposed to be like an early PS4 game. Quite pot Like, I don't even know. I'm curious. I, I would but be it's, really curious it's this, to know that. But you have this whole cycle now of like there's the big tease and you get the first trailer that's all this pre-rendered footage and well, no, then you're right you're right i'm wrong there's the there's the um there is the what do you call it the um there's the like the interviews and the like the, like a little bit more leaked footage and here's the here's the canned gameplay demo and here's <laughs> And like I, I there's can't, this you know, whole lead up. It's going to be at this show. We're going to have a new trailer to show at PAX or at I'm E3 blown away or whatever. That they that they still show video version of gameplay. I know. like. I know I, why. I, I like stop because I remember seeing the the gameplay. Like the last time that I was ever when 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 it really hit home for me was when I was looking at what was Ubisoft's what's their uh, what's their hacking game. Uh, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs, yeah. So I remember when Watch Dogs Legion was first announced, I was like, well, that video looks kind of neat. And then I was like, wait a minute, none of this is going to happen in the game. It's not going to do anything like this. It's not going right. to play anything like this video. So who cares? Right. And they, and that was one of the very you... last times I just checked out completely. I was like, I'm done. This is not, it's not fun anymore to see yeah. what would it would be like if it's a movie. I want to know how right. you're going to make it play. Like, sure, if you could make those elements happen, then that would be I neat. am not interested in your slideshow of concept art. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. that's what you're showing me is just organized concept art. Yeah. And that's not what I want. And that's mm -mm. all I'm getting from this. But like, what did the hype cycle look like in, in the early to mid nineties? It was walk into your, walk into your like KB toys <laughs> yeah. or your, or your, your blockbuster or whatever. See yeah, a thing on the shelf and oh my God, what is that? Yeah, well, that's neat. What's the box art say? Like, yeah. that was when the back of the box was really important. It was really important. That was the marketing. In fact, it was so important that I remember GoldenEye 64, and I was so confused because there's stuff on the back of the GoldenEye 64 box that was just from the developer's cut. Like, not the developer's cut, but from the uh, uh, stuff that didn't make it into the final version of the game. And there was like blood spatter in one things too. So everyone was like, oh my God, is there hacks for like, is there codes for this and everything? Yeah, so yeah. the back of the box is in, was so important in, yeah. in the 90s. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like, I like, I feel like this game probably caught a lot of people with that. Well, and it's kind of a fun. So this is, if you think, if you think about it, there probably weren't too many, you know, uh, for lack of a better word, meme -y kind of games. And the title true, is sort of true. funny, like, ha James Pond, that's that's cute. Um, well, I mean, this, like, this this one in particular is spoofing James Bond and Robocop. Exactly. Like, so it's, it's like, like these simultaneously two big... in the title. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, I can totally see where where, where the game, it would, I, I, I take it back, actually. I think it's a game that I would have possibly rented if I saw it just because it sounded funny. And I was like, mm -hmm. hey, I recognize the two things that they're that they're talking about. I understood that reference. Right. Um, sometimes people write entire books 
that where that's the that's the actually the the whole story and that gets made into a major motion picture and they're making a sequel to it. So I, I understand that, that stuff happens. can sell sometimes. <laughs> um, so like, sometimes stuff's just gotta sell, right? So I think speaking of things being made into a major motion picture, yeah. Um, sort of. What are we playing next week? Wait, what? No, that's next next week. Oh, is it? Okay, what yeah, actually ne- is next week? Ne- next week, next week, I was like, wait a minute, this was a movie? <laughs> next, well, we can flip it around, but we talked about playing Nights. Okay, yeah, okay. Nights into Dreams. I, I hadn't week. checked the schedule. I knew the next two weeks were uh, Nights into Dreams and then PC Home Alone. I, I like the idea that PC Home Alone came first and then the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a segue that I tried to make work. Anyway, I kind of cut you off. Like I wa- I I saw an opportunity for a segue and I took it, but I feel like you were in the middle of saying something. Uh, I was. I don't remember what I was going to say though. I lost it. It's gone. What was no. I going to say? I'm sorry. I'm. <laughs> it, it really is not important. It's, if I can't, it's it one was, of those things. Oh, it was all for the segue. Exactly. It was all for that the segue and then the, and the awkward ending. Yep. <laughs> Christmas we were, nights into we dreams. were just talking about like finding stuff in video stores and yeah and you made a you made reference to you know sometimes things just gotta sell and you made oh yeah a, I was poking fun motion picture that's getting a sequel yeah it was that book uh whatever um nope don't remember all right well, moral of the story is I'm 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 glad you played <laughs> James Bond too. <laughs> I was so mad at you. I was so mad at you. You watched me play for like 45 minutes. No, you got to. Okay. Okay. So for people listening, if you don't ever see this VOD, which I really hope you do watch, there, there's a part in the game um, where we're up to this point. Everything has been kind of fun. There's been some dumb moments, but as Dean still had a smile on the whole time and you get to this one stage where you have to like scale up. a. It's, it's a really, it's a ton of vertical platforming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he kept falling off. Actually, there's two good. There's a good clip that I that I clipped. I, I don't really use it that often, but there was one where you were trying to explain something, and you're like, "This is fucked." And that, like, it it was mm-hmm. perfect how it all <laughs> how it all put together. It's like, hey, you know what? This is fuck. <laughs> and, and, and in the middle of his doing this platform, I, I informed you like, "Hey, I'm not playing this game." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it is very much like I made the joke that it's like. It's like getting over it with James Pond. Yeah. Because it is that type of vertical platforming where it's like climb up, climb up, climb up, climb up. Like miss oh, was one tiny invisible platform, enemy? fall all the way to the bottom. Or an enemy you didn't see bumps you and then you fall. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. start to correct, but then an umbrella pops out. So you ended up way over correcting. Yep. Then you can't recorrect it. And yep. then you fall into a spike pit. Yeah, it's it's it was very it was very not great. <laughs> I was, it was at that moment that I actually looked up a full playthrough of the game and I was like, oh God, he's only like 25% of the way done. <laughs> I was, I started to feel really bad. I, I messaged Jesse being like, do you think he's going to be okay? Do you think he'll make it? <laughs> oh, it was totally fine. No, I know. I, I wasn't being thing, serious. Like, I, I like, honestly, I was somewhat pleasantly surprised because I went in, it said the, how long to beat was like five hours and it only took me four. Yeah. Usually I have to add a couple of hours to the uh to the like expected time to beat but yes the the, the couple the of videos was actually that I, much shorter than i expected well and so the 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 couple of the playthroughs that i looked at if if you know exactly what you're doing it's like an hour long game oh i bet yeah um 
or if you're then the one that I was watching though was a dude who he was waxing poetic about James Pond because it was a childhood memory like you were saying for him. Sure, sure. Um, and it took him like two hours, and he was he was very happy while playing through it. It was That's it was cool. kind of a fun thing to to see actually because he was like, oh, I, I've never beaten that stage in that amount of time before. I think he was British also, so it was. It, it it fit. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I'm fine with that. But we, yeah, we got to that stage and we're like maybe an hour in and it's <laughs> your damn idea. It was. Well, I was looking and for you Christmas games. And you watched me play and you're like, oh, I'm not playing this. And it's like, <laughs> you, how this. dare you guinea pig me? <laughs> you're like, you know what we should do? We should play some James Pond too because it's Christmas themed. And it's December and we should do some like tangentially Christmas related shit for for the podcast. And I'm like, that sounds cool. It's weird that James Pond 2 is 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 Christmas themed. But you know what? That's kind of goofy. Let's go for it. And then you like and then you get to the like the first sign of suffering and you're like, nah, I'm out. Have fun. <laughs> I'm not playing like, this. You tapped before you got in the ring. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. I I, I imagine that this will uh this type of trend will continue when we play games that you know just don't vibe <laughs> they're just one they're of just these not... one of these times you're gonna have to finish the suffering yeah you know I, what though? i suppose you did technically beat the peacekeepers i i beat it twice actually um like we played it together and, and then i went and, and we basically it. both tapped but then you came back to it I, I was going to say, there'll be certain genres of games that I'll be able to do that for, but platforming is not one of them, That's especially fair. like old platforming. Totally is, fair. Is, is, is not my cup of tea, which is kind of amusing since a lot of old games are that. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, we've, we, we found a lot of go really after cool some that gems. aren't. Exactly. I mean, there's, there's been, there's been some real classics that we've played. <laughs> I mean, what was, um, what was the one, not Vice Project Doom, because that definitely was a platformer. Um Yeah. Now the other one with uh, with Arnold and Sigourney. Oh oh oh! Wait, that's Scat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I See, mean, that was that was a scrolling shooter. Like that, that wasn't was, a platformer at all. Scat was weird because it was a game that had a, a much funnier title, a, a yes. really silly opening. But then the mm-hmm. game itself was like, hey, this is actually not not nearly as 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 like goofy and silly as uh as I was hoping for. Like I I didn't you yeah. know what I mean? It was it was, it was kind very of just like straightforward and actually just kind of fine. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, this is a pretty average. Like, it's not, it's not amazing. It's not, but it's not bad either. It's just like, yeah, this is, this is cool. <laughs> Whereas, like, James Pond kind of started, it kind of like started in the first few minutes. Like, that's kind of weird, but it just, whatever. Yeah, the the story is throwaway. If you can, if you, can I mean, the story is actually that. a single sentence. Yeah, <laughs> I will say that. Did you see the game over screen? Oh, I did, but I forgot it now. It's like. It's like oh, the Cod has failed. Yeah. And then like the penguins pick him up, right? And they carry the him off screen and talk about The penguins start dragging him away. <laughs> and they're like you can almost hear it in like a cockney accent. It's like, "Oh, lads." Yeah, oh, lads. Yeah, it's like, "Oh, lads." Let's let's cook. He says something about oh, lads, cooking up get, a kind Give me a hand, lads. We're he having about... some like what what is he called? It's some kind of fish yeah, food smoked, or it sounds like. like smoked herring and tea or something like <laughs> yeah. that. It's, I'm like, this just got that. very British. Is, but but you're supposed to be saving the penguins, I thought. Well, <laughs> apparently the penguins are bombs, so well, I don't but know. He said he disguised some of them as bombs. I don't, I I don't, don't understand. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's play knights. <laughs> All right. <laughs>